all one can do is try, you know? Welcome back to the next episode, episode six of the Actually Homeschooled Podcast. I'm your host, Melina. Let's get started. All right, I'm feeling a little eh this week. Got a couple of zits. It's not that hot, luckily, so that's nice. That's a nice uh, change of pace. I'm enjoying a Raz Cran, Raz Cranberry. La Croix. Why didn't they just make it raspberry cranberry if they were going to include the whole word cranberry? They could have done ras cran or something. I don't know. But that's weird that they didn't do all of raspberry, but they did all of cranberry, even though it's the same length of word. So anyways, this week wanted to talk about photography because my wedding is coming up soon um getting married here shortly well not shortly in a little while but it's coming up and so we're getting all the things together and uh I just hired one of my old photography friends to do the video of the ceremony and pictures so that's pretty exciting that's uh gonna be super cool to have somebody that I know be able to do the pictures and you know he's a really good photographer so that'll be awesome and it just reminded me of how big of a thing photography has been in my life so I started loving taking pictures when I was super young my mom used to let me borrow her camera wherever we would go she had this canon old school canon something with a little fold-out lens and I used to love taking pictures of things and she would always ask me to take pictures of things as well. Like she would always tell, you know, whoever, hey, let Melena take that picture. She's really good at it. Or if somebody in public would ask us for a picture, she would say, oh, oh, Melena can do it. She's, she's got the eye. And I feel like I do. I feel like I've got the eye, you know, for photography. Um, I used to go do lessons at my neighbor's house because, uh, right next door, was my childhood best friend's house and then one of his mom's best friends and she was kind of like his aunt uh she used to live like right down the street so I used to go over to her house in the morning and she would make us eggo waffles with butter and syrup duh and we would do like an hour ish sometimes longer photography lesson I don't really remember much of what she taught me because I was doing that probably when I was I feel like young, maybe like 11 or 12 or something, maybe like 12, 13, somewhere in there and young. And I just always loved photography, always loved it. So when I started getting more and more into photography and doing stuff myself, uh, my mom found these things called street meets. Sorry, I'm just zooming in a little bit for the YouTube watchers. My mom found these things called street meets, which street meets, which were these events where you could go as an amateur photographer or a experienced photographer and they would have amateur models and experienced models there um just hanging out for you to pose with. No, just hanging out for you to take pictures of, you know. 
um, it was pretty cool because sometimes the models were kind of boring and sometimes the models were really cool. I don't know if you can hear the baby yelling, but she's all the way in the other room with my fiance, supposed to be napping. And she's talking. She's been very talkative, very talkative today. I love it, but it's like nonstop. So anyways, the models used to be uh, ranging from, you know, five followers on Instagram to like a couple thousand to like a couple hundred thousand, which was super cool. I remember I, I took some pictures of this one girl who's now extremely famous weed influencer chick lingerie model didn't know who the heck she was at all I just she's covered in tattoos and I thought she was cool looking so I was like hey can I get some pictures of you at my very first meet and she was like yeah sure and so I got some I think there's I still think they're really nice pictures I'll put them somewhere here so if you're watching on YouTube you can see maybe I'll just do the full screen you know yeah and then there was this one time I asked this one guy who had super blue eyes and all these blue turquoise tattoos uh if I could take some pictures of him he was a total dick had like the biggest freaking airhead like arrogance I am so amazing I will grant you the grace and presence of me sure I'll take your little shitty pictures like you know he he just had like this total attitude about him it was wild and I'm like I don't know who the heck you are but what's with the dude I'm here just like you are I'm taking pictures. You're modeling. Are you not supposed to model? You know what I mean? I don't know. So anyways, there were just different levels of people, which was pretty cool, and all sorts of photographers. Some people came with just like a cell phone to take pictures on. Some people came with their, you know, rinky-dink cameras. Some people came with super tons of equipment and light setups and light stands and flashes and color things and all sorts of things. And it was a super cool jumping off point for me to practice my photography, meet people, and uh, eventually start modeling. So the first couple street meets I went to were just regular, nothing crazy. Then the more and more I started going to, then there were ones that uh, fire breathers would show up at. There were ones that this one guy who is pretty pretty well known his name's butch loxon i'll put pictures and everything this whole thing will just be pictures pretty much on youtube but he would come to the street meets a lot because he started them with the creator of the street meets uh they started them together i'm pretty sure and they were super cool the guys were super cool but the performer's name was butch loxon that's like his performer name I don't know if Butch is his real name, but he's a super cool dude, super nice, and he makes these gigantic skull head mask things that he hand makes. He hand paints, decorates. He has this one that has like disco, it looks like a disco ball skull. He has this one purple skull with like a, I think it's just plain dark purple. He's got this one with like a headpiece. Like he just has such cool ideas. And he was such a cool guy and he was so fun to photograph because he would use these gigantic smoke grenades that were like 90 seconds long. I still have a couple of them. They're like this big and they're huge. And the smoke that comes from them is like so, so interesting to photograph 
because for me I like taking pictures of things and getting moments that you'll never be able to recreate that was the baby I like taking pictures of things like water smoke fire emotional moments of people you know I like just getting that in the moment right then and there you can't recreate that picture you know I think that's the most interesting type of picture for me that's my favorite thing to photograph some people like shooting still models some people like shooting buildings some like people people like shooting animals some people like shooting guns (laughs) but yeah I like shooting things that are moving that are you get it right now and that's the picture you can't ever recreate it you can't ever try and get it again you can try to recreate it but it'll never be the same as that organic boom right there you know I'm pretty sure that makes sense. So going to the streets meets, started falling in love with photography more and more and more. I went to a Halloween shoot where I had my older sister do this like cracked quarter face devil makeup for me because I wanted to be dressed up because it was Halloween and I wore little devil horns and a fully red outfit and I was like, this will be cool. I'll just go and photograph, but at least I look cool. And when I got there, some people asked if they could take my picture. They were like, are you modeling? Could we, could we get some pictures of you? And I was like, well, I'm not modeling necessarily, but sure, why not? I'll try. I don't know if I'll be any good, but I'll do it. And so I got a couple of pictures and they were all right. I did okay. Now I'm kind of like, that was the first one that I modeled at. And then I have done a couple since then. And that one, you can definitely tell the lack of confidence. At least I can. I still think the pictures came out good, but I can for sure see the the lack of confidence and strength in my own posing, you know, versus the later shoots that I did. But yeah, the first one I did, I was dressed up as like a devil, quarter face devil coming through the face kind of idea. You'll see if you're watching on YouTube. For this one, I kind of suggest going on YouTube and seeing. I think it'll be kind of cool. I've got a good idea. A lot of pictures. So that was the first one I modeled at. Then I decided to go to one of the meets to only model. I still brought my camera, but I was there specifically to model because I wanted to try it out. And it was during Christmas time, New Year's Christmas time. So my mom let me borrow this gorgeous floor-length silver gown, backless with like a crisscross, and it's like super, super pretty, and this purple flower headpiece. I'm making dinner, and I realized I said purple flower headpiece, and I it was blue and silver. It was definitely blue and silver, not purple. Okay, back to the podcast. And then my older sister painted my face with like silver and blue, just like super pretty ice queen vibe tons of glitter and everything and I think it was barefoot or I wore like flip-flops or something but yeah I went by myself to this meet and it was at the LA dam or something there's this one place in LA most of the meets were in LA and it was definitely it was a hike to get there usually it was like this long walk to the destination or we would travel from destination to destination. Everything was in walking distance for the most part, but for this one, it was a long-ass hike to this dam thing that I've seen other people take pictures at. It's not the LA Riverbed. It's somewhere else, and it's like this huge dam, and it was super cool. 
got tons of pictures felt super gorgeous and beautiful and yeah that one was a really really fun shoot I felt very pretty the the silver dress she let me borrow is like my favorite dress and I want it not that I really have anything to wear it to but I'll just I'll just wear it around the house I just I'll wear it around the house make my daughter think that I'm a princess yeah and then the next photo shoot I did there I mean there were a couple in between here and there but the next big one that I did that actually got me in trouble, not in trouble, but in trouble. Sorry, the camera battery died. So from here on out, this is just going to be a vocal podcast. And then on YouTube, I'll just be putting up pictures. So the photo shoot that got me in trouble, quote unquote, in trouble was a photo shoot at an airfield in Glendale or something like that. And it's a airfield that stores old school motorcrafts. I don't know what it's called, don't remember, but I know that it's specifically they they have a lot of older people that have moolah store their old school airplanes and biplanes and all sorts of things like that. So it was a special car meet, airplane meet kind of day. And they had all of the old school biplanes out and people brought their old school cars. And it was a really cool, really cool event. My mom gave me the idea and then helped me dress it up to wear a white lingerie outfit with, you know, white thigh highs and like white lace and like a white lace camisole thingy it honestly is a very cool outfit I just can't believe especially now me talking about how sacred sex is I feel like a hypocrite but I wasn't taking these pictures you know to be a show-off even though that's exactly why I was taking these pictures whatever I'm a hypocrite it's fine whatever I'm glad I got these pictures I wasn't trying to get any you know, you know, if you know what I mean, I wasn't trying to get some by taking these pictures. I was just going there because part of me has always wanted to have pictures of myself when I'm like in my prime, even though I still am, but I just had a baby. So I don't really feel like I am. I want to get back in the gym and get back to where I was, but I've always wanted to have pictures to remember my body when I was younger. You know, my mom had people paint her She was a nude model or no, she wasn't. She might have not been a nude model, but I know that she had some people paint her in like Renaissance vibes and, you know, very tasteful. It was only like topless and the photos are gorgeous. The paintings, the hand done paintings are gorgeous that she has done. And I've always loved that because she looks back at those now and goes, wow, it's just so cool to have that. That's exactly what she says. She goes, wow. It's just so cool to have that, you know, that's exactly what she says word for word. So I wanted to be able to have something like that for myself. And I went to the photo shoot and I had to park like a block away and walk down the street. And I didn't think because it was like 90 degrees out, I didn't think to bring some sort of cover up so that I wouldn't be walking down the street basically in underwear and heels. So I was walking down the street basically in underwear and heels and 
I got to the photo meet. People started taking pictures. People were like, wow, your outfit's awesome. You look great, blah, blah, blah. I got tons of cool pictures with the airplanes and the cars and just the general background of the whole airfield. And after that photo meet, they posted, Street Meet LA is what they're called. They posted on their page on their Instagram story, not with a picture of me, but they posted directly after that shoot. Models, please do not wear lingerie or um, sexual attire. I forget exactly what they said, but it was something along those lines to family events. We had some complaints and blah, blah, blah. Uh, And I 100% felt like that was because of me because I was the only one dressed the way I was dressed at that shoot. Like there were girls in like 50s dresses and a couple in like old school bikinis and stuff, but none dressed the way that I was. So I definitely felt like that was about me and I thought it was awesome. And they weren't like doing it to embarrass me or anything like that. I, you know, had met the people who created the event because of my mom. And so it wasn't like they were doing it, you know, to be shitty. It was just because that's the truth. You know, I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh my gosh, it was a family event. There were children there. Yikes. One of my friends, the guy who's actually photographing and videoing our wedding, uh, posted a picture, which I will post on the youtube page with the caption that said the real reason why lingerie got banned from the street meets <laughs> and i was very very flattered by that i was uh i was very flattered by that and thought that was very cool which is funny to me now and uh yeah that that was my deal with photo shoots and street meets and it's called street meet LA and it was a very very cool very fun event I don't know if they're still doing them I think they are but I'm not too sure so yeah and then uh I don't know how I got the job but eventually I started working for a photographer. Oh, that's how it was. This photographer came to shoot my parents for an episode issue, whatever you call it, of the LA Weekly, little newspaper magazine thing. My parents, or the OC Weekly, one or the other, I can't remember which. But my parents were in one of the issues of that magazine, and so they had a photographer come and take pictures, and I wasn't there when the photographer came, he came to my parents' office to take the pictures of them in the work environment. And I, unfortunately, wasn't able to be there. Don't remember why. But my mom asked him if he would ever need a photography assistant because he came solo and set up all the lights and everything by himself. And I think he said, yeah, because he messaged me or my mom told me to message him and he responded and then told me to come meet him for a shoot and so I took the train the Amtrak up to LA found directions to we were shooting at a brewery which I felt very cool about because I was underage so it was very cool we were shooting at a brewery we were doing a commercial shoot for Angel City Brewery in LA And I get there and I was all worried that he wasn't going to show up or he was going to be a jerk or whatever. And I got there and he was the coolest dude. Still is the coolest dude, I'm sure. But 
yeah, he was super cool, super helpful, and very good at explaining what he needed me to do and explaining what the things did. And it was a really, really fun day. I remember we wasted like quarts and quarts, probably a couple, a good, you know, 15 gallons maybe of beer because we had to do this one shoot where he was telling me we wanted to get, he was like, I want to get a good head on the beer, which I thought was hilarious because immature. And I didn't know what that meant. So he was like, well, you got to, pour the beer a certain way normally when you're serving beer you want to pour it like this so that it doesn't like foam over but when you're taking a picture you want to pour it like this so that you get a nice head which is all of that bubbles and all that foam because it photographs really nice and makes it more appealing so we kept on trying it with this glass and then we did it with this glass and then we did it with this glass and there were so many so many glasses of beer and jugs of beer it was such a fun day though because I felt very cool because I was behind the counter and I think I was like 16 or something and I was helping him do his photography and I just felt very VIP and I got to meet the people that worked there and they were all super cool and and then I went home and he paid me which was awesome and then or no no he didn't pay me the first one I lie I lie he did not pay me the first one And then he asked me to keep on coming back and helping him out, which was super, super cool and super flattering. I thought that was awesome. I was like, cool. He liked my help enough that he wants me to come back and work with him. Like, what? That's so cool. So went back. We did another shoot for another type of beer. And then uh, we did. Then he invited me back for another shoot. And then we did one where I had to get to L.A. by 5 o'clock in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning. So I had to be up by like 4 30 and be on the train and I was there all day long because it was two shoots in one day he asked me to assist on both which I felt so cool and so VIP getting to help out with both of them the first one in the morning was for a vodka company or like a liquor company that hand makes their spirits I guess is what it's called And we had to be at Echo Park super butt-ass early in the morning because, fun fact, sunrise makes for a better sunset in the world of photography because sunrise lasts way longer than sunset. And with a little bit of editing, you can make the sunrise look like a sunset. And so that's why we had to be at Echo Park ready to go, all the models ready to go, taking pictures of this company. And that was, that was a fun, a fun morning. Then we moved on to the next location. I think we went to where the city hall building is, the park in front of the city hall building. And then after that, we went and got lunch all together. And then he had to go and offload all the pictures onto his computer. So, and normally I would go back to his apartment and, um, or that's where I would meet him at. And a couple of the models would come over and whatever. It was super chill and super cool. And so he and I went back to the apartment. And I remember that was the first time I ever watched Rick and Morty. Because he was like, eh, this is kind of going to be boring. So do you want to borrow my laptop? You ever seen Rick and Morty? And I was like, no, actually. So I sat there and watched like four episodes of Rick and Morty. And was trying not to fall asleep. While he offloaded pictures for a couple hours. And then we went to the next photo shoot later that evening and that was super cool and quick and then I was 
out of there and I got paid for that day. I think that was, I think that was the first one that I got paid, but it was really, really cool and super fun getting to learn how to do photography in that way how to do commercial photography because he would have his photos up on billboards and he would tell me like look out for this billboard it'll be on this street and this street if you're if you're ever in LA and send a picture of it to me because that's where my picture will be and I think I only saw him a couple times but I was like ah, I saw the billboard it looked awesome and it was just cool knowing that I helped out on stuff like that I was like ah I was there for that picture I saw that picture get taken how cool So I kept on working with him. We did a bunch of shoots. Sometimes we would go on locations with, he had other friends that would come help out. There was this one really cool guy. I think he was from London. I think he had an, I'm pretty sure he had an accent. He was a super cool dude. Just in case I'm not going to say names. I don't know why, but I'm just not, I guess. And then there was this other guy that was a ham bone. He was super cool too. Tons of tattoos. Really cool dude. Total nerd vibe, but they were all super cool old school friends you know so they were hilarious to just listen to and we would go sometimes we went to Venice and sometimes we would go to Santa Monica and take pictures of the beer for the commercial shoots and for their Instagram page and everything then I started helping him out with more modeled stuff so he does a lot of stuff with uh, fitness people and so I would help him out with shoots for some people doing fitness or clothing brands or you know personal stuff or whatever and there was this one time where this one guy was needing pictures for his website or whatever and we had to make fake sweat because he was doing shirtless pictures of his six-pack and so we had to do uh fake sweat and I was like how the hell do you do fake sweat you just put water on him and he was like no actually when you want to make sweat you mix glycerin and water together because it holds the beads of of quote unquote sweat to look more realistic if you just use water it'll run and then you have to do it so quickly cuz it'll absorb or evaporate but if you use glycerin and a little bit of water it makes it look like actual sweat and holds the beads you can even use it on cans or bottles if you're doing shoots like that and after we used this fake sweat technique on this guy for his fitness stuff we used it later on for bottles and cans and stuff for the brewing company for for angel city so we would do stuff for fitness people he's done stuff for musicians there was this one really cool female dj who was like Ukraine or Russian and she was super cool and I helped out a bunch with the lighting and it was cool because I knew lighting because of my parents because of their family business because of our family business it's custom lighting and so when he was like hmm this this picture kind of just needs a little bit more I'd be like oh we could do this and so then we would try out you know whatever my suggestion was and it was cool because he was open to hearing my suggestions and having my help which made me feel even more VIP, you know, that I was actually contributing instead of just, you know, helping set up and take down. It was cool that I was able to help out with the lighting and the angles and maybe try it from here and maybe do this. And it just felt very cool. And, you know, I don't know, when you're a young person, it feels cool to have someone older than you validate your opinions. And I don't know, stuff like that. It's just, it's cool. So... Then he invited me to do this one shoot for LA Weekly 
or the LA Times or something, with Mr. George Takai. Boom. Yeah, George Takai is the sweetest guy I have met. He is so kind, and his voice is really like that. If you don't know who George Takai is, Star Trek, look it up. George Takai is such a cool dude. So for that shoot, it was in Koreatown, I believe, an old school part of Koreatown. And it was in this Korean church that was a theater that got turned into a church and then turned back into a theater. So they had all the seating and on stage they had a piano. So when we got there, we set up all the lighting and then the photographer had one of his friends there. So they were, you know, talking, hanging out, setting up the cameras and stuff. And I was just hanging out because they didn't need any of my help. And I asked the assistant if I could play piano. I was like, is it, can, can I play the piano? Like, is that okay? And she was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Takai is just getting ready. He'll probably be a little while longer. So go for it. So I started playing the piano and just, you know, dinking around playing little songs and things that I remembered, which was super cool because one, it was a gorgeous piano. And because it was in a theater, the way it echoed was just beautiful. So after a while of me playing piano, the woman who was like doing his makeup or helping out or something, one of the other assistants came out from his dressing room and I stopped playing piano. I was like, oh shit, oh boy. And she goes, Mr. Takai's almost ready, probably like another three minutes. Um, and he loves the piano playing, by the way. So keep it up. And OM, heckin' G, that made me feel so cool. That made me feel so cool. George Takai liked my piano playing. Like, <laughs> so cool. It was so, yeah, it was just still highlight of my uh life I guess part you know one of them that's definitely something I'll always remember very very cool and then we started shooting and that was it and that was a really cool day and he thanked everybody and was just such a sweetheart so that was a very very cool shoot then I did a shoot with him for this Korean magazine called Core Am or something like that I have a copy of it because my name was on it but they misspelled my name which bummed me out, but I still knew it was me. But, you know, just I was like, that's not my name. That's almost my name, but you're off by one letter. They spelled it M-E-L-E-N-A, and it's M-A-L-E-N-A. Yeah, but I did the shoot for this one dude who I'm pretty sure the younger people will know named Ross Butler. He was on, I think, Riverdale or... 13 Reasons, or whatever the name of 13 Reasons Why, whatever the name of that show is, but Ross Butler, super cool, super big dork, totally a goofball, and that shoot was totally fun, because he was really willing to try things, and was like, you know, giving out ideas, and was like, what if I, you know, did this, and oh, what about that, or what if it looks like I'm falling off the stool, or something, you know, and he was just super, super sweet personally thanked everybody that was there it was a really really cool shoot really simple quick and that was a super super fun day and I got to learn a lot of things about group photo shoots because on the cover he, we had to take his picture for the cover but it was a excuse me it was a cover shoot with about 15 different actors or 12 different actors it was a lot of people and obviously all of them couldn't get there on the same day 
So I learned about composite images that day. So what that is, for those of you that know, you know, but for those of you that don't, what a composite image is, you have the markers set up and then you take pictures of all the people and they just stand in their different spots and then you overlay them all together and it looks like they're all standing in the same room. And it's pretty cool. It looks like they're all actually there together. It's wild. And that was a super cool little trick to learn about. So, yeah. Got to learn about composites that day. And that was pretty fun. And then I got a copy of the freaking magazine with my freaking name on it, even though it was myself. But that's fine. And that's fine. And it's cool. And I'm grateful. And it was super cool. So that was, that was a cool one. And then the very last one that I did, I'm pretty sure it was the very last shoot I ever helped him out on, was for Sophie Tucker, who is a duo the girl's name is Sophie and the dude's name is Tucker I don't know if that's his first name but they're a pretty famous techno I guess techno I don't know what genre they are let's see Sophie Tucker genre music Sophie Tucker electric dance music dance electronic is their genre their music's super cool so go check them out for sure they are the coolest, coolest people. I know that I've said this about almost everyone, but there were definitely some people we worked with where I was like, okay, cool. can't wait for this shoot to be over. I mean, nobody that I even know anymore, but still, you know, there were for sure a select few people that were like, seriously, really? You have an attitude like this? Cool. Awesome. That's fun. But Sophie Tucker, they were just, they were both so, so cool. So when we got there I had to park on the street I eventually got in my car so I started driving there instead of taking the the train and so I drove up to LA got there for the shoot parked on the street and then I was walking into the building and I got in the elevator and I already knew who they were prior to the shoot so I was really excited and I got in the elevator and they got in the elevator with me so we're riding up to the floor all together and I'm just kind of like awkward but like trying to talk to them and I'm like hey how's it going I think we're uh we're doing the photo shoot right and they were like oh yeah are you helping out with that and I was like yeah and so we all got off on the same floor and walked into the room and uh the photographer he was already there setting everything up and the makeup artist was already there and the stylist was already there so they started getting their makeup on. Sophie and Tucker started getting the makeup and their clothes and whatever. And I started helping the photographer with the lighting. And he was like, it needs a little bit. And so then I was like, why don't we, why don't we do this? And he was like, oh yeah, that's perfect. And so we got the lighting all set. And then Tucker, because, you know, he's the dude, is his get ready is a lot faster. So he was just kind of hanging out, waiting, seemed kind of bored. And so he came over and checked out the lighting and was like, ooh, I like the way that looks. That's very, very nice. And then the photographer was talking to this other woman that he invited to the shoot. I don't know if they were dating, but that was the vibe. They were very off in their own area, not really talking to 
the talent, I guess you could say. Normally, the photographer, he was super good at engaging and keeping everybody very, like, energetic. And he's like a ball of energy. So he was always really good at keeping everybody like, all right, guys, we're pumped. We're ready to go. Yeah, all right, cool. You know, talking to everybody, making sure you need anything. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, come check this out. Let's just, you know, take a couple test shots just for fun, just to keep things, blah, blah, blah. You know? And this shoot, he was very just talking to this girl, you know, like on on their own in their own little area, which is totally cool. But I could tell that Tucker was super, super bored, or at least it seemed like he was just bored sitting around waiting. So I went over and was talking to him and the stylist because the two of them were just sitting there on their phones. And I was like, I'm not going to just sit here on my phone. We still got a while before the other before Sophie's makeup is ready. So let's just I don't know not be on our phones so I walked over and I was talking to them and because I did that Tucker the whole rest of the shoot when he started getting pictures done and everything he was like come on where's my hype woman at to me to me it was so cool and then we started taking more pictures and then we had to change the lighting so we were doing a test shot and he had asked if I had any tattoos or something like that we got to talking about tattoos and I was showing him one that I the one I had gotten when I was in Manchester and the photographer got a super cool picture of Tucker looking at my tattoo while I was telling him about it and uh, obviously you'll be seeing that on the screen Yeah, and then at the end of the shoot, we finished everything. Sophie was super cool. They were jamming, jiving. We were blasting music. Everybody was having a good time. We ordered pizza, and then we had to change the lighting. So we got a couple test shots of me eating pizza because the photographer would use me to test out the lighting. He would have me stand in the frame and then be like, okay, that looks, that's how it looks on someone's skin. Okay, that's how it looks. Okay. So I was standing there eating my pizza, having him do the test shots, and... Then at the end of the shoot, they, we all, they gave me hugs and I was like, I know this is nerdy, but can we get a picture? And they were like, yeah, of course. Are you kidding me? And so there was this mirror, this like, um, hallway mirror with lights and everything at the end of it. And we took a picture in that and they were like, wait, is that one, is that one good? Oh no, 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 no. Redo it. Redo it. And so we took a couple pictures until they said it was good, which was really, really cool. And then I drove home and that was it. And that was the last photo shoot that I did with him. He invited me. I was so bummed about this. The day I was flying to the UK, he had a shoot with Diplo. And I could have freaking met Diplo and done a shoot with Diplo, but I was going to the UK. So I guess not a bad trade-off, but still. I was like, damn, are you kidding me? That, ah, you know. Yeah. But the day after finishing up the story with Sophie Tucker the the day after like a couple days after I got a DM from them and I was like what the hell why are they DMing me I mean that's pretty cool but like huh they sent me a video and so I watched it and it was them clicking through the pictures all the test shots of me modeling with pizza and you will be seeing the video now if you're watching on YouTube it was them clicking through the pictures of me modeling with the pizza and in the background you can hear them going "Ooh, yeah yes girl work you know whatever typical and uh it made me laugh and feel so cool like I felt so cool I felt so cool that was like so I was like they didn't have to do that you know but they did and I just feel like it's because I made an impression and like talked to them like they're regular people because they are and you know just made it 
interesting it seemed like you know i hope that i made it interesting that was the whole point i wanted to keep them engaged and from getting bored because i'm sure being a famous person going on those photo shoots and doing that constant travel go 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 is fun but i'm sure it gets exhausting and i'm sure there are times where you're just kind of like needing a rest and needing a break and then you have to go to another shoot and everyone there is just asking you questions about what it is to be famous and how it feels and whatever you know I don't know I don't know that's just my guess but I just was like talking to them about whatever about the weather about you know if they were hungry and we ordered food so that's why we ordered the pizza was because they were hungry and you know whatever it was just a cool day cool shoot and it was really cool that they took the time to send me that video I just felt very very cool and I was like cool I'm glad I'm glad that I made an impression a positive impression you know so yeah and I haven't really done much photography since then I don't know why I just kind of stopped a little bit and then all the pandemic shit started happening and so the photo meets kind of stopped because LA got ridiculous so I haven't really looked back into it but I know that they still do little events here and there and I can for sure bring my baby and my fiance, so I should just start going again because that would be cool. Even just not to model, just to go and take pictures and just be out and about and hanging out with people that are cool and in my world of coolness, you know? Photographers are cool. So, yeah. This episode, definitely longer than the uh, last one. So, enjoy. Hope you liked it. Sorry that there is a lack of video, but I hope you all have a fabulous evening, morning, afternoon. Well, I guess either afternoon or evening if you're listening to this on Thursday. And if you're listening to it Friday, have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whatever, you know, enjoy, stay cool, and I'll see you next week. All right. Actually Homeschool Podcast, over and out. (laughs) 